Hey everyone, Pastor John here, and this is 1611 Devotionals. If you're catching this episode today, it's probably later in the evening, and that's partly intentional because this passage uh, for today talks about going to sleep. So I hope this will bless you as you prepare your bedtime and give you something to meditate on. But let's gather ourselves for a moment and go to the Lord in prayer. God, we thank you for your blessings today, your new mercies, whether we were aware of them or not. And Lord, as we come to the end of our day, Lord, we turn our hearts and our thoughts to you once again, so that we would know the sweetness of being near you, not just during the day, but also in the night. We pray this in your Son's name. Amen. So today's passage is from Psalm 127, verse 1 and 2. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Uh, This psalm is uh, attributed to Solomon, uh, the wise king, the son of David. And so this song is also a proverb in a sense, uh, teaching us some very important principles about life. And the first thing it tells us here is that there's a relationship that's necessary between our work and God's work. Uh, So unless the Lord builds the house, our building is in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, our watching over the city would be in vain. And so verse 1 is really inviting us to see something we so often miss in our work, and that is God's presence in the work and God's control within the work. Now, what does it mean when it says in vain? Uh, It doesn't mean that uh, our work would have no uh, productivity. It doesn't say the house won't build or or the the, the city won't be be watched over. What it says is uh, the building we do and the watching over the city that we do, they will be in vain. And the, the Hebrew word here means emptiness. It means nothingness. Uh, In a sense, this is warning us about uh, running so hard in one direction, namely in our vocational direction, and and forgetting what we're running towards. Uh, Running so hard and so diligently and finding ourselves unsure of what the point of it is and and what, what the meaning of all this is. And the clue is given to us. Uh, Our building has to be under the umbrella of God's building. What is He building uh, that we are participating in? Uh, What kind of a city is God creating uh, that we should join in and make more visible in the here and now? And of course, this is then pointing us to what Christ Himself commanded us, and that is seek first the kingdom of God uh, in your work uh, and in your societal life. In all that you do, seek first the kingdom of God. And verse 2 follows. Verse 2 tells us, when we place ourselves under the rule of God's agenda and His labor, 
his work, then we get to enjoy the blessing of rest. Even as we work, even as we labor, we can enjoy rest. And a very good sign of this, a sign of this being a part of our lives, is that we sleep. And as it says in verse 2, we don't sleep late. Uh, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, uh, eating the bread of anxious toil. And it also gives us a clue as to why we struggle with sleep. It's our anxiety about our work, anxious toil. And this is where Solomon, through the scriptures, really gives us something that uh, all the other self-help guides out there or TED Talks out there about sleep can't give us, and that is how do we actually pursue it when all the worries of this life are weighing upon us? How do we actually look away from our anxious toil and sleep? And here's what the rest of the verse says. There's a very key word in there that we have to remember and hold on to, and that is the word beloved. God gives to his beloved sleep. He's talking about his own people. He's talking about his own children. And that really reframes uh, the words in verse 1. What is meant by the house and what is meant by the city? It's the house of God where his people, his family dwell. It's the city of God. It's the heavenly Jerusalem that God had promised to his people. And because it's God's house and it's God's city, he's not going to leave it incomplete. He's not going to fail at perfecting this place. And he will not run out of room for his children. His children will not be found homeless. He's not going to fall behind on his mortgage. God will perfect all of it for us. And so we can entrust it all into his hands and go to sleep. It's a joy to be able to work. It's a joy to be able to exercise the gifts that God's given us. It's a joy to be able to walk through those doors of opportunity that he opens for us. But at the end of the day, it's not up to us. It's all up to him to reassure us we're coming home and we'll be okay because the Lord is building his house and the Lord is watching over his city. So let's remember this as we go to bed tonight. Even as I sleep, God, he labors for me. Even as I sleep, he watches over me. Father, we thank you for your sovereign control over your world, your creation, and the work of renewing your, your creation and restoring it to the way that you want it to be. And Lord, we often forget it's not through our labor uh, that we achieve the stability that we so long for, the security we so long for, and permanent rest that we long for. We forget, Lord, that we can only receive that reassurance through you and what your son has achieved for us. And that's also because we forget we're here to build your kingdom and not our own. Help us to look to your kingdom and, and know that you are perfecting it still and you are making it more and more visible 
day by day through our lives, through our work, through our relationships, through our daily discipleship with you. So Lord, we surrender control to you and entrust to you our lives and our city. And like little children, we want to just go to sleep feeling the embrace of our loving and present Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.